Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. I'm so excited to have Hehe Stewart of Tranquility by Hehe and the creator of the Birth Lounge here today talking all things pregnancy, babies, motherhood, birth, and all that wonderful, fun, scary stuff today. Thanks for coming on, Hehe. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about this fun, scary stuff. <laughs> well, and I think that the reason that I wanted to have you on is because I think the topic itself is so interesting and then like important to talk about and to, to be thinking about and whatever. But also I just think that your business in itself is so interesting and the ways that you've created this business around the things that you wanted to be doing and how you've now brought it online and stuff, which we'll talk about more later, I'm sure. But I think it's really cool what you've done with the business. Thank you so much. I, um, I'm a very outside of the box thinker and I think that's you know, you can see that very much in the business and kind of how I run things and just how I've taken it. So thank you. What a compliment. I, um, thank you. I appreciate it. I also love that you have a podcast too, because it's always, (laughs) it always takes a little of the pressure off, I think, when I'm like, okay, she is like, you know, cause I'm, I mean, I'm not super organized about like setting these things up as as anyone who's been on here probably knows I send a pretty general kind of outline of what we're going to do. And um, I'm like, okay, like she can talk on the microphone and I know you're a pretty open book. So that always makes me feel good about the conversation. And, um, and you've had your podcast way longer than I have too, right? I mean, how long have you been doing that? Um, Yeah, just 2018. We started it. Um, in February, 2018. So not that, that long. Um, long. I guess a year before I started this probably. Yeah. It's called the birth on podcast. And I just talk about how to prepare yourself for labor and birth. And we talk about postpartum and making a plan for that and the things that you need to know. And I have birth kind of experts and industry leaders on there to talk about not only their experience, but also give their advice and their wisdom and share the pieces of birth and labor and motherhood that either we don't talk about or people don't know about. And that's what that platform is all about. It kind of, it breaks through the taboos. I want to make that stuff normalized because if you're going to have a baby, it's going to happen to you. And I think that Not only should we talk about it, but you deserve to know that information. And so that's how I kind of use the podcast, really educational based. Um, And also you you described it as like fun, scary in the beginning. And that's totally true. And and that is a little bit of the platform, too, is I want to bring that scary piece out of it um, and replace that with confidence. So it's like fun, confident things that we are doing. (laughs) I love it. And it's so never ending, right? Like I just feel like there's so much you can talk about, like almost like everything in the world comes back somehow if you want to. I mean, I know your podcast is pretty specific, so I'm not saying that you're all over the place, but like everything has to do, you can have a conversation around like anything and it can have to do with like your body and reactivity and your family and how it's all, how it's all a part of you. So, and you have to think too, that motherhood is, it never ends, right? So like You've never been a mother of 
a two month old before, and then your baby turns six months and you've never been the mother of a six month old before. And then your baby turns two and you're like, Oh, I've never been the mother of a two year old. And then you start over if you have more kids and you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. I have been the mother of a two month old, but now I also have a child that's two. How am I going to do this? Right? So every single step is a new thing. And that's what I love about it is that it is endless, but women need that endless support. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, everything is so brand new. It's all such a learning curve. Yeah. But okay. So I want to back up for a second. I want to, I always want to hear like how you got into this, how you got started, where did your business come from and what that's been like for you in terms of the journey and what, and and how you've gotten into, to what you're doing today. Yeah, this is a long story. So I'll kind of give, I'll I'll try and give the short version you can Google me if you want, like the long version, it's all (laughs) over. Um, But I have a master's in human development and family studies. And my background is working with children on the autism spectrum, doing behavioral therapy, helping families navigate new pieces of life. And I was working also in an infant classroom. Someone suggested that I be a doula and I replied, oh, what? Like, I had no idea what they were talking about. I'd never heard the word a doula before. And they were like, yeah, you would be really good at helping people have babies. And I was like, I don't know if that birth piece is really, you know, for me. And I decided to take a training and it's just a weekend course and I did it and I was like, wow, this was fascinating. I am jazzed up. I really think that there's so much support that is here for mothers, but also there's so many gaps that I can fill. There's so much potential for support that I have the answers to. How do I get this out to as many women as possible. Um, and that was all in 2016. And fast forward, I mean, we've just turned the corner to 2020. And yeah, it has been, this has been absolutely an insane ride. And we, we do a range of services from prenatal, so pregnancy support to birth support, postpartum support, overnight care, feeding support, feeding your little one, all sorts of things. And so yeah, that's kind of how it all got started. A, a nice puzzle that just pieces continue to fall into place. And yeah, there was a need and I could feel it. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, there are a lot of pieces that fall into place, but you're also very creative in terms of like figuring out what will be helpful and what people will need and how you can help that and not being afraid to add more to what you're doing or shift what you're doing to incorporate these different things that you see people could use maybe even before they realize they need them. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that much about like doulas and what people are offering, but I feel like you offer so much. Like, do you feel like you kind of developed your business model almost from scratch? Or I mean, are people offering these things, all of these things? I feel like usually people are like, here's my doula. She's going to show up when I'm ready to have the baby. Yep. And they come and help you yep. physically have the baby. But you're like there every step of the way leading up to that and offer so much more than that. Am I right in that? Like hitting the nail right on the head. Yeah, you are. So we are a concierge support rather than a traditional doula support. And to break that down is a traditional doula is going to meet with you once or twice before your baby gets here. They're going to attend your birth and they may or may not do a postpartum visit. If you're really, really lucky, you might get two postpartum visits. And that's really about it. Um, They might do postpartum care 
but they also might not. Tranquility by Hehe is with you for months before your baby gets here so that we can help you prepare entirely, right? We are preparing your home. We are preparing your mindset. We are preparing your body. Our clients get monthly massages just on us. We just send them. We gather their schedule. We schedule it out. We just give them massages because we care that much. It is a whole approach to birth. And so that is why we do so much is because the approach requires so much preparation because birth requires so much preparation and we've streamlined it. So you mentioned knowing it before the parents know that is, that's literally what I wake up to do every single day. I want to take the thinking out of having a baby so that people can enjoy it because I know that it can be an enjoyable, very confident, empowered event because I've seen it time and time and time and time and time again for all these last couple of years. And I want that for for everybody. It literally shatters me when people have birth trauma. And I realized that birth trauma, 97% of it, you know what? I'll even be more lenient. 95% of it is avoidable. 5% sometimes birth is just not going to go how we think it's going to go. But I would say 95% of birth trauma can be avoided and I want to teach people how to do that. And that is why TBH is so comprehensive. We leave no stone left unturned. You can like hear the passion. I just want to like scream it from the rooftops. I wish I had a microphone that was like always (laughs) taped to my hand and I could just like constantly talk about how cool birth is. And like, if you prepare the right way, you can have your birth, your dream birth. You can do this. It just, it has to be intentional. But I've made that easy, and that is why, oh, it just, this is just so great. <laughs> I love it because, um, I mean, I've known you for, I don't I don't know, I've known he for maybe a, um, a more than a year, I don't know, a couple years maybe, just from like being in circles locally, and I feel like you're always, this is you, like you're yeah. always attached <laughs> you're, you never get like bored of or tired of talking about this. Like anytime I see you or like hear you or am with you, like you're, that's how you are. (laughs) Like you're always this fired up about it, which is just so amazing when it comes to business, let alone birth. (laughs) And I love it. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, how can you not be, you know, you see the power of women and in the Gosh, we have such energy in our bodies. And if we can learn how to channel it, it is you literally transform in some into some sort of superhuman. Like I've just seen the most amazing births, and it is possible in everybody if you want that, right? If that is part of your birth story, I want you to know that that can totally be your story. Yeah. It, I mean, I just don't know how I would not be jazzed up about this, but yes, thank you so much. I appreciate no, it. I love what you say too, because it's true because I mean, especially if it's your first time, like your first yeah. pregnancy, oh baby, gosh. Like, you just don't, you really don't know. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what you're maybe missing out on in terms of preparation or mindset or any of that stuff. And having someone to help walk you through it is I mean, I can only imagine how amazing that would be because otherwise it's like, you know, it's happening to you and you don't really know what, what it is or, or what else you could be doing or should be doing. And I mean, not to add, I hate to have even said that, like, not that you should be doing anything specific, but like, not that it has to be like a thing for you to be doing, but like, wait to make sure that you're getting everything that you want out of it 
that you wouldn't even know how to ask for or how to expect or how to how to figure out on your own. It sounds yeah. Yeah, I think there's just a lot of things that I mean, right, we just don't talk about them or people just don't know. And there are so many things that I come across and I'm like, well, I think that I think women would just like really want to know that that that's happening or that that's a choice or that they had that option. And it's not about so people sometimes get confused that doulas, well, a good, well-trained professional doula is not going to argue one way or another. So I'm going to speak from that perspective since that's how we serve. But it's not about trying to convince or not convince your client to do something. It's not even about helping them really make the choice. It is about providing them the information that they deserve to know and that they need to know going in. That for me, it's about if they may encounter it in their birth. I want them to go ahead and be prepared so they're not caught off guard because that caught off guard, that whole cycle is bad. What it does for your mindset, what it does for your hormones, what it does for your muscles. Think about when you're caught off guard, right? Your mindset kind of strays. Your hormones that are required to be really relaxed that you need to tap into that birth brain are going to stop. Your fight or flight is going to be activated. Your muscles are going to tense up. Everything I just named is the opposite of what we want in birth, right? We want your mindset to be relaxed and easy and feeling safe and protected. And then we want your muscles to be loose and allowing room for a baby to drop down and spin out. It's also, we want those hormones, like I say, pumping and flowing, but they require you to feel safe and secure as well. And yeah, we just, we don't want that fight or flight activated. That's that's the whole idea. Yeah, totally. I mean, it makes perfect sense when you say it, (laughs) but it's, yeah, I guess, I mean, there's just so much, I don't know what it even is in, in just like the ways we're used to thinking about birth and the ways we're used to seeing it done, you know, whether in movies or hearing about what happened with mothers and grandmothers or, you know, beyond. And it's like very much a, the medical thing and you don't really have anything to do with it. You know, it's like, this is how it's done. They'll tell you what to do when you get to the hospital, whatever. But I think, yeah, what you're doing is so unique. And I think that, I mean, from a business standpoint too, like I find it really interesting that you've just the ways you've found, like how to structure your business to not just follow the normal doula pattern or any other kind of similar type of business. Like, I think that's really cool. And I'm curious, I guess it almost like a two pronged question, like how you've, how you kind of figured out how, how to add, what to add when, and like how to build the business in this way, in a way to support what you want to be doing and also what you want your clients to get out of it. Um, if it's not something that you'd really ever seen before done in that way, like I just, the creativity that you have to come up with these things and create a business that's so different is interesting to me, but also I, I, I get the sense. I just feel like you're so not only passionate, but knowledgeable. And like, I know you said, like, you know, you did a weekend course to decide you want to like realize you want to be a doula, but I get the sense that you're like constantly learning about this stuff. And like always, obviously you get the hands on, you know, you're probably, you probably learn from every single birth that you do because everything's different and you're always doing new stuff. But I feel like it's more than that. I feel like you're just like always immersed in this world and these things and like learning new and better ways of helping your clients and things like that. So that ended up Thank you. a two pronged question to like being no question and me just 
No, not at all. And um, I, I actually love this. And I love talking about this. So this is totally my jam. But thank you very much. Um, I, so I guess I'll start with the knowledge piece. That it, so I think it's really important to think that every doula is going to come from a different background. But I come from a background of human development and family studies. And that is something I've not found in this world at all anywhere else. So usually human development and family studies is going to fall more closely in, I guess, on human services, um, but in a very different way. Human services, like closely related to psychology type fields. I took this into a motherhood field, right? So I had a background in child development. And so when I went through this, I realized that not only could I support women in pregnancy and birth, but also through those first years, which had proved to be so difficult. So the first thing is that I pull from my master's so incredibly much. The second thing is I've been super lucky to be able to support women in well, different countries, first of all, that have very different um, rules, regulations, cultural pieces, just norms that are also expected in their country, but then also people who have varying goals. So I've learned so much through the process. And then you are right of just continuing your knowledge, like always be soaking up new things, always be well, this goes into growth, but always be listening to what's going on around you. And sometimes on my social media, I will talk about, you know, like this or that has been dropped into my realm a couple times lately. I want to tell you guys about it. It is those messages that people go crazy about. They will message me and be like, no way. I was thinking about this same thing. We get emails every now and then. It's just, when things are popping into your realm, it, it means people are wondering about this and it is something that you can harness for your business because if people are wondering about it and you're able to give the answer, that is a way to get eyes on you essentially. And so that's what I did. And so my knowledge has come from that. And then you and kind of segues perfectly into your what to add when and all that jazz. And honestly, I did a lot of it intuitively. I also just looked at the trends again, like I would put together. So the luxurious piece came from, in all honesty, me. I love a luxurious life. Like I <laughs> love the idea of having a concierge when I'm pregnant. And so I have just kind of built this thing about like, well, what is the most luxurious thing we can do for these people and see if they like it? Um, and so my first couple packages were just super luxurious to me. And then my clients continued to challenge my expectations and challenge what I had put together and challenge kind of my limited beliefs or my ideas of like, well, why can't this be included in a package? And so now we have these very luxurious packages for people who truly do want to harness the energy to birth like a queen. And they know that this is a one-time event until you have more children, obviously. But they know that this is a very pivotal event, right? And so they don't mind spending the money to make sure that their body is safe and protected and well-prepared. Their mind is safe and protected and well-prepared. Their actual pregnancy, you know, has the support that it deserves despite what we think that we know about birth in movies and, you know, TV shows and all that fun stuff that almost mocks births. There are definitely births that are just like that. You're going to meet women who are, you have birth stories just like what's in the movies. But I am here to tell you, I've actually never seen a birth that has gone that way. I've never seen one that has gone that way. But I also 
have never been with someone who wasn't uber prepared, right? And so I think that's the big difference is that you have to spend the time doing it. And so, yeah, the ad, the when and where, it's all trial and error. Do it intuitively. Listen to what people are asking for. If all of your clients are asking you to add on, you know, you're a web designer and they're asking you to add on a monthly retainer so that you can do at least one, I don't know, four hour chunk of editing once a month. And you're like, no, no, no. On the fourth person that asked you that, you should consider that. You got people who are wanting it, right? Like, yeah. and, and what, I guess like challenge yourself of what's holding you up. So when I reached a place of like, well, why can't that be in a package? And I would say, well, X, Y, and Z. Well, why do you believe X, Y, and Z? And if it is something like, well, I don't want to do it, ask yourself why. Is it the money? Then you just need to charge a rate that you're comfortable with and that you feel is valuable to keep you on retainer. Is it the time? Okay, then maybe you hire someone and you pay them to do those four hours and keep that person on retainer, right? You have all sorts of, I mean, but in birth, I'm the queen of saying you have options. And I also kind of live out that same philosophy. So with my clients, I always tell them, like, I would never suggest anything to you that I would not do myself. Um, I am happy to tell you that it's an option, but you're probably going to hear me say something like it sounds horrible to do this, but this is something you can definitely do. It's something that people do all the time. I personally would never do this. Here is something that is an option to you. You have that in in business too, right? Um, and so I kind of walk the walk and talk the talk that I try and give my clients. I think so. Yeah, that's the answer to that one. Yeah, that's such a good answer. You're definitely. I think you're you're spot on with the intuition, and I love that you're not afraid to try different things and be like, okay, if this is a way I can better serve people, let me try it. Let's build that into my business. And obviously it's working. So I think that's awesome. But that's, I think, maybe a good time to segue into the other piece of it, which I've been seeing you talking about a lot lately and is so unique, I think. The online piece. So the birth lounge, that's the birth lounge, right? Is the online community so that you can, well, and also, I guess the other piece of that made me think of that is how you you mentioned you've helped with births in all different countries. Like that. Yeah. I want to touch on that. Like if people are not local to you, like you're actually able to still help them. Like, but also how did you even think to bring a business like this online? It seems so hands on and like in person <laughs> of an, of a business. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it started slowly and again, the same thing. It was just very intuitive of, of like people are constantly asking me for this. How can I, bridge this gap. Everything that from the very beginning, Tranquility Bahihi and the Birth Lounge both stemmed from a broken link in maternity care, essentially. And I try and come in and fix those broken links and we will bridge those gaps and we will link that, you know, that chain back or we'll mend what's there and make it a little better yeah, so it, they both all came from trying to like fix these gaps. And the birth lounge was born with people from all over just asking for the support. And yeah, the virtual piece too stemmed from like, how do I serve more people? So I knew I saw what we were being able to do in Boston. And I also saw what I was able to do in um, like using virtual su- support for people who had found me on social media. 
And I was like, well, why can't I turn this into a waiting until they approach me about services? Why, how do I turn this into something that we can offer to women if they don't even know they need it? Um, because it is something that women need. And just because you don't know you need it doesn't mean you don't need it. Like this is not one of those um, things where like you should stay oblivious until you can't any longer. That's a horrible plan for your birth. <laughs> you should 1000% educate yourself. And so I wanted it to be accessible. I wanted it to be affordable. I wanted it to be able to go wherever the world really demanded it to go. I wanted it to be something that was easily shareable with people that you didn't feel like. They weren't trying to sell them a $5,000 doula package, right? They were just trying, they were simply telling their friend about an online resource. And then when their friend inquired, they would be like, oh, it's X price. And you're like, oh my gosh, I thought it was going to be crazy expensive with all the things that you just said. Um, because in there, we help you do things like make your birth plan. And um, our our tier two actually gets a birth plan audit. We will, we will read over your birth plan and give you any sort of feedback, help you craft your perfect birth plan. Um, we mail you pain relief for our tier two people. It has resources on picking your pediatrician and knowing what happens to your newborn after birth and preparing your body and preparing your mind. And there's meditations that are in the birth lounge and um, current research on all sorts of things, gestational diabetes, plus size pregnancies, going post date, pain medicine, um, non-medical non pain relief. It's just, there's, there's things for your partner. There's things that teach your partner what they need to do during birth. It's like hard, solid action steps that your partner can have to support you the best way in birth. Like it is thought, everything is thought of in the birth lounge. It's really cool. It's a very cool place. I mean, that sounds so useful because what you just said sounds like a little overwhelming. Like that's so much stuff, but like as someone who's been through it, it's like, imagine trying to find out all that stuff just on Google, like having someone having already compiled what you need to know, because again, you don't even always know what to Google, right? Having that all compiled, but also having it be like actual information from you, like from someone that I would trust completely in terms of what to do for all these things or like what's the best way to go about it all seems so helpful and useful because otherwise you can get lost for days, months in the Google machine <laughs> trying oh to figure gosh. that stuff out. And you get such contradictory information and it depends where you're looking and oh my gosh, all that. It's just, you can get so sucked in and really end up nowhere. So having all of that put together, I mean, I absolutely see how you, how you realize that that was like, that's such a good idea from a business standpoint for you to have put together. Thank you. And I think you do, you, you make a good point of like, we have really streamlined this whole process. So again, it's not going to be contradictory information inside of the lounge. It's going to be uh, like numbered and bulleted. Imagine instead of this versus this, you're actually getting like, here are four things you can choose from. Here's the evidence behind each of them. Here is um, some reasons that you might use this one over this one. Those are your choices, right? Instead of on the internet, it's usually like, this is the better option or this is the better option. And sometimes it's evidence-based and sometimes it's a blog and sometimes, you know, it's just a Facebook thread where people just go really wild. Like people can get crazy with Facebook threads about birth and like different things that happen and breastfeeding is the same way, you know, it's a really heated topic. And um, so again, 
even with feeding your child, you're not going to find a say one way or the other. You are going to find a say, like, here are your options. Here are the things you also want to consider. Um, so for every choice that you have, you're going to have things that you are going to need to consider that might change the way you make that choice. And that's going to happen throughout the process. Pregnancy, birth, motherhood, when your kid is 10, when your kid is 30, <laughs> when you're having your grandchild, like it, it just never stops, right? Again, parenthood never ends. And so we want to make that beginning part, those first few years, birth to three-ish, pleasant, enjoyable, and, you know, a time that parents don't have to be stressed out about what they don't know because we've streamlined it all for them. We've made it super easy for you to know. Yeah, I think that's so smart. So from a business standpoint, I want to hear like how do you how did you figure that out? Like uh like what do you charge per month and like how much time you put into it? I mean, just like ballpark like in terms of like fitting that into the rest of your business. Like how have you I mean, it's obviously a, it's a kind of separate income stream, which obviously brings with it a lot of other logistics and a lot of effort on your part or your team's part. Like I'm curious like how that all kind of works. Yeah. Um, so I do have a right hand gal. Um, her name is Kristen and she is, I call her the Kajabi queen. Um, we host on Kajabi and she literally knows everything about Kajabi. She runs our whole entire platform. I'm really just the, the creative brain behind it. And she is the technical and logistical and managerial brain behind it. But for the birth lounge, we have two different tiers. It's $49 a month for tier one and $99 a month for tier two. Like I say, for tier two, you get a little extra things. You get some um, work with our team one-on-one to make your birth plan. And we mail you some pain relief tools and you get access to meditations and things like that. We also have a weekly call with me that I hop on and I answer either the latest questions that you guys have or the people in the lounge have, or I am talking about a topic that you need to know, or that has been dropped in my, I mean, there's that intuition again, right? You know, that has been dropped in my realm recently. I'm like, wow, I should really talk to the lounge people about this. So yeah, as far as those services, it is a separate line and we're absorbing it as I don't know, as it comes, I guess that intuition piece is just everywhere. We are changing our sales and we do a lot our sales is in like on our boat, so not our sales like sales page, but we are we're adjusting as the people in the lounge give us feedback and we're always asking them what they like and what they don't like and they don't really have anything that they don't like, but they do always have things that they love. And so we do try and take that and say, how can we expand on this and how can we make this better and how can we, um, I don't know, give it to them better. We just want to make it better. Always better, better, better. Even when you're at a hundred percent, there's always, you can always do better. I love it. I love that. Yeah. And so you're kind of, you're constantly updating that and working on it in between attending births in person. Yeah. Well, I have a team here in Boston. Um, So there's a whole team of us attending births. So it's really, it's nice that I don't have to do every single birth. My team is Oh my gosh, I personally would never want anyone else at my birth other than my team. They are, there's six of us and they're just, all of them are amazing and they all bring different qualities, obviously like every other team. But I think that every single one of them has a specific parent type that they work so well with. And so I've handpicked this team. They all 
study under me for, for months and months before they go to births. And it's just, it's awesome. It is really awesome. So we, we have a great team here, but yeah, I do. The birth lounge is really engaged. It's a very engaged group. Um, and so even if I'm at a birth, it still goes, um, it still goes. So when you bring on, so like if somebody's going to hire, it like comes to tranquility way, he, he, because you're going to have a baby. Do you like match them with a specific doula on your team? Like this is who I think would be just the best for you or how does that, Yep. or do they just kind of pick or what? No. Yeah, that is, um, that's exactly how it happens. So I attend, um, the, top tier packages, the upper tier packages, and then the rest of the packages are assigned out to our doulas. And we have them in teams too that are so magical because we do a lot of personality work with that as well. So I love the Enneagram. I am by no means an Enneagram expert, Um, but I read a lot into it and I think that it is very spot on and we use it a lot when, like, with internal things, um, and so the wait. Just in case there's anybody listening who's not sure what that is, that's person a personality test. To yeah, test how you work on stuff and things like that, right? Yeah, and it also, I mean, it tells you too, like your coping styles. It tells you, um, I guess, the deeper that you read into it, but it tells you what's important to you and the things that are, you know, like triggering for you or things that are turnoffs for you and things that are motivating for you and how you receive information and how you deliver information. And so, you know, we work really hard to pair people up based on that. And like I say, it's, it's just magic. So a lot of the, a lot of stuff goes into the back end of the prep before you even start to receive support. Just really cool. I mean, one of my favorite pieces, I didn't always know that I would run a team. I I would like manage people directly, but it has been amazing. It's really cool. It's great when you have a fantastic team. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. That's so, so, so important. So if it does, everybody get to work with you. Like, I just feel like I'd want like you to, I know you said you deal with the top tier, but do people talk to you throughout the time anyways, or would you, they sign up and like immediately are with one of the members of your team or like what the stuff leading up to the actual birth or something is, is more like you or everybody as a team. And then the actual birth is attended by the specific doula. This really doesn't matter that much. I just find it. I just find it also interesting. Yeah, no, I think these are great questions and these are, you know, a lot of questions that we get on interviews as well. So, um, no, generally the, the team that you are assigned are the teams that are doing your prenatals. However, all of our clients are in the lounge. And so you get, Hmm. there's so much direct access to me in the lounge that yes, you do have access to me, but it's not, it's not going to be with your other doulas. They they are your doulas and that's who kind of runs your prenatals and all that jazz. And then you said that when you said like international births, is that people who are in the birth lounge too? Or like, how do you work with people who are not local? Is that what you mean? Or is there like another tier where you can do more with those people? For our international clients, um, we do a lot of prenatal support. So all the things that we do kind of in person here, we would do with you. Um, we would have to obviously adjust things for your country. And I mentioned this before, it's going to have, um, you're going to have different laws and rules and regulations and social norms and expectations in that country. But we help you navigate all of that because 
just because you don't live in the U.S. doesn't mean you don't deserve to know, you know, the things that are happening to your body and with your body during your birth. So uh, international looks like that. And then across the country, kind of the same thing. We go to a lot more, obviously, domestic births um, that aren't here in mass than we do international ones. But yeah, virtual support is really, really big. I a lot of people. I would suggest that you enter the birth lounge first, um, and then if you want actual one-on-one in-person support, you can then sign up for that. Um, but I think that people would be very, very, very surprised how informative and how prepared and confident they feel with the birth lounge. Birth lounge is a six-month membership. So you got to sign up for six months and those six months are really going to transform your life. So amazing. That's so cool. I think, oh yeah. So basically that covers everything that, that you would do for in-person people in the, for that prenatal section, at least like if they're not able to see you in person, they can at least go there. And that makes sense to me from like a business standpoint where you were like, yeah, let's put this all online and let people do it virtually so that people who we're not going to be able to see in person can do that and still get all that same information and all the benefits. So smart. Exactly. And it's, it's too about gobbling it up at your own pace, right? So when you're working with me, we're working with multiple schedules. We have um, a specific schedule because we are in charge of making sure that you prepare. So we're actually not going to let you wait until two months before your baby gets here to cram all this stuff in. We're going to nudge you along at a a digestible pace that you can, you know, soak this stuff up and really make good decisions for your birth. And um, yeah, if, if you want to wait until seven months pregnant, go for it. The videos will be there for you, but that won't be, it'll, that's the difference between having us is, you know, it's kind of more digestible if we are with you in person. Also things are tailored. Um, you don't get the 24 seven, support that our clients do so they can call us at any moment, any time, any day from the moment they sign with us, they need anything at all. And um, yeah, you don't get that in the birth lounge either, but you do. Oh gosh, that in itself seems like a, the a reason to. Yeah. <laughs> I can only yeah. Like again, I just go back to like all the things you do not need to Google. Like <laughs> if you can text he he at any time with your questions when you're pregnant, like there are so many questions. And exactly. Like, oh. Exactly. And look, that support, that 24-7 support continues for months after your baby gets here, just included in our packages. Like we just stay with you. There are so many questions, right? The first time a diaper rash happens, bathing your baby, trying to change bottle nipples, right? Like, is it time to change bottle nipples? Is it, you know, swaddling your baby? Your baby's starting to roll. There's just so many things that happen. Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel like, I feel like I could talk to you forever about this. I don't even know why. Like, it's just, I love how much you know about this stuff, but I want to, um, I guess I'm curious, like, do you have a sense of what you're planning to do in the next, like whatever for the business, like the next year, the next five years, like, are you going to keep it how it is? I know you seem to go so much off of intuition and like what's happening in the time. So I don't mean to pressure you into having like a more concrete plan, but I'm curious what you plan to do with it. Cause I feel like you've had just such tremendous growth in just the last few years. Thank you. Um, yeah, we have. And I guess the intuition is totally what does lead that. So I don't exactly have a plan. I know, um, we're putting a lot of effort right now into growing the birth lounge because it truly is 
transforming the people in the birth lounge's life. And so it's so affordable. It's so accessible. It goes into your home. We have an app that you can take on the go. You can do this at your desk at lunch and never log in with your work computer. Like it is just so perfect for planning for a baby. That is what I want the world to know. And so in this next year, I want the birth lounge to be a household name. I want if people are going to have a baby, they know about the birth lounge because not only do you get the lounge, but that community of moms, holy smoke show, they are phenomenal. They ask the best questions. They are so supportive. They all kind of chime in on conversations with ideas and suggestions and what they did and what didn't work. And Oh my goodness. And it's such a warm feeling, which I think is so different for many, many, many mom Facebook groups. They are cold and abrasive and it is like gnashing of teeth. And that is the birth on just like warm waterfalls and sunshine and flowers and mm, chocolate caramels, like lots of good things that, you know, women love and that you need hugs, lots and lots and lots of hugs. They're never going to want to leave too. Like I know yeah. I would have young kids, but like that's, it's like you're going to have, they must have like a relationship with each other and like going through that with each other is like an, like a bond. I feel like this is a terrible thing to even say, but like long before when I had my baby long before I knew you existed um, and the birth lounge definitely didn't exist. Yes. I had this terrible app. Like I think it was like the what to expect app where it had like different groups depending on what month your baby was due. You were like in this like message group, like board type of group thing in the app. And like, you end up checking it a lot, even if you don't care, like aren't, like, aren't one of those people who's going to be like interacting. Like you're looking because people are asking the same questions. They're all like within a couple of days of you, but like long story short, I, I like never deleted it afterward after I had him, but I still had it on my phone and I looked at it once and it was like, like I want to say years later and like mm-hmm. we're still active because like it didn't go away after you had the baby. So like baby's born February, whatever, 2015 or whatever was still active. Even when our kids were like two years old and people were still interacting in it when I looked at it once before I deleted it, but it makes sense. It's like, you've been through all this together and, and now they're still, you know, going through the same things. As you said, like when they're two years old, you're still dealing with your first time with a two year old. So yeah. I feel like, you're going to have to extend definitely. I know you said it's basically like pre pregnancy through three years old, but you're going to have to like go keep up. it going. <laughs> People are never going to want to leave. Yeah. You know, I, um, we might make a different Facebook group and slide them into that, but it is, it's a great community. You hit the nail on the head when you talked about, you know, you've been through so much together. You're right. These are people who not only are going through the same thing as you, but, at the same time, right? It's not, it's not, it's very different than, than speaking with your sister who did this 10 years ago and your mom who did it 25 years ago and your grandmother who did it 65 years ago. Like these are different, right? These are women who are pregnant in today's times in 2020 with the pressure of just being a woman and getting medical care for women's health. And, you know, this uprising of, women want to know what's happening to them. I think, yeah, I think the birth lounge is the best support for that. I mean, we teach you everything you need to know. What, what more could you want? You know? Yeah, totally. 
No, I love it. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I feel like we have to wrap it up though, because I don't know, I can't, I can't make a three hour long episode as much as I wish I could. Uh, <laughs> so, so one thing I always ask at the end of every episode is what is one thing that you wish you had known more about personally when you first began this business? Do you have any, anything that you wish you had known? Yeah, actually. Yeah. I, I feel like the more you can tap into what you want this business to look like, the faster you can get there. You can't be concerned on what other people think about your business. They're not running your business. You're running your business. And until I harness that energy of, you know what, this is my business. I make the decisions here. If this person has such strong feelings, they need to go make a business. Mm, yes. Um, I didn't harness that as quickly as I should have. So if you're out there and you're just now, you know, creating your business, this is your business. You make the rules. Don't let somebody make the rules for you because that's how you get really sad. You're just going to be super sad that your business is not going like you think it should and you don't really have control. And I, yeah, harness that energy. That is when things change for, for me and for TBH and for us and our team. And it's just, that is the one thing you make the rules. Good. That's like, that's so good. And what's, um, is there one other thing that you'd share with other entrepreneurs just in general? Let's see. Yeah. Don't lose sight of your why. If you can no longer remember your why, I think it's time to pivot. Um, and that may be giving up on this dream and starting something new. This may be revamping the current dream. This may be pivoting your goals. But if you can no longer remember your why, why did you start this business? Why did you love this field so much? Why did you take the leap of faith initially to start a business? Then it's time to pivot. Yeah, so good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, so let's end with telling everybody exactly where they can find you and the birth lounge and anything that they should sign up for or <laughs> save to their bookmarks or anything online. Yeah. So you can find us at, um, it's just tranquility by he, he that's H E H E.com. Um, the birth lounge.com. You can connect with me on Instagram at tranquility by he, he and our podcast is the birth lounge podcast. That's where you can find me. I'm super active on Instagram. I love stories. I just hang out in there. Also, I mean, I hang out so much in the lounge. So if you join the lounge, that's a great place to hang out with me. I feel like I'm going to have to join the birth lounge just so I can like. Just to hang out. (laughs) Lucky for me, I don't have to pay for it. I still get to hang out, but uh, it is a pretty sweet gig. It's a pretty sweet gig. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.